Nah, I wouldn't say the all gray. It has to be. It has to have black in it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Got to be some because it has to be consistent. There has to be some continuity through the whole woo wop. You yeah, feel me? You just gray. Nah, straight nah, to the black nah, forest. Bro, probably got on white crazy. socks. Nah, that's not gonna. It's not gonna fly, my guy. Nah. Yo, we probably got to do a topic like that where we talk about uh, what fits deem character. Ooh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like what? And where? And where the stigma probably that, came yeah, from? Yeah. What's the stereotype about yeah. what you wearing? Yeah, the, you probably gonna have to. You probably like gonna that. have to do that before like somebody that. steal it. I like that. <laughs> yo, yo, yo! You tuned into the Notion Podcast. I'm your host Dizzy D. Spill with my co-host in the building, Jelani Evans. Oh, former Paul. And this, uh, oh. so this is the first episode of the year, right? At a new year Yeah 2024 Yeah we sure. in here for man sure. For sure But before we start man I gotta go down the line man Cause you know Y'all do y'all thing With the fashion You know what I'm saying I see uh You got the Kick Simplify logo July oh, You wanna break it down so, You know the coordination Oh uh, no You know some slight White Black and red Jordan 2's only your face mm. The classics <laughs> Crazy bro I, bro I love these kicks Like the like It's so crazy Cause I really enjoy Jordan 2's I feel like they just Don't execute the colorways As smooth as they should mm-hmm. it's So there's like A stigma to them But like the originals They call them a, The the Italian Salians Cause they yeah, were cause made the In Italy it, Boom The leather You can yeah, I, they, I don't think were, I've seen too many Yeah you've been reading The block <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because I'm, I'm actually gonna get back to writing too. So there you go. Yeah. What's up? What you got, Poe man? Oh man, uh, this right here. This some uh, this corduroy. This a corduroy. Yeah, that's what I was just. I was just yeah. like this. Is a this, this is corduroy. This is from uh, H. I was gonna say H and M on some bullshit. This is from uh, Urban Outfitters. Okay. And then uh, this little hoodie thing right here. This shit. It's a company. So this dude, he's I think uh, I don't I can't tell you which country of origin he's from. I think is um, actually Pakistan. Mm-hmm. So he started this company called Found, and so he, a lot of his clothing and are uh, pieces he makes is inspired by like um, farmers and um, like that whole kind of style of dress from the people um, like his ancestors and stuff. Okay. Uh, so this and this is from there. These right here, I ain't gonna lie. These are Sheens. $20. Sheen? Sheen, Sheen, whatever they say, or whatever. I'm, 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 uh, you I the go, first person I heard say it like that, though. I was like, Sheen, like. Yeah, this these $18, bro, they came in like five days. And I could go outside and they don't be, they don't be cold. <laughs> so they came in five Not days. Not just to let you know it's real. It's, <laughs> <laughs> shipping and handling was only $3. I ain't never heard joint. details. So, these, so. Is, these is official. Like, I've never ordered nothing from Shein. I thought it was going to be cheap. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I'm nah, I'm, I'm scared. It keep the legs warm. Like, the quality, Yo. the stitch is official. And then, you know, Doc Martens. He might have lucked out, though. Okay. Yeah, that was a one-time thing. I, I feel like, you know I like them because they like, flare. I feel so like. So I seen the flare. I was like, let me cop those. You probably going to get somebody in trouble in production. But what I tell you about using too much material? <laughs> what I tell you? What I tell you? <laughs> he washed them and warmed them. The material is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, you can't. Nah, nah. These are fish. I, I, I might fuck around and give me another pair. Before right, they go. Okay. Before the uh, manufacturer. <laughs> yeah, man. They probably already fired him. Yeah, it's too yeah, late. Yeah, yeah. Next pair, you, you yeah. get going to be translucent. You're like, I see the light through these. You can see. It's too late. You're going to get a little message in the, in the package that says, now review these. <laughs> it's a whole different size, <laughs> it's though. It's a whole different material. <laughs> it's, 
Shit, what's a note? These ain't those. What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Somebody slipped in. Official. Yeah, man. It's the sample. Yeah, somebody took care of you on the on on the craftsmanship. Now, what sure. you got going on? I see the Lavore with the. Oh, you already know. I, I got my doing. owner exclusive. What's that Marshall. honeycomb? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you already know. It's a honeycomb collection. You know what I'm saying. Like and that. then uh, got the uh, Air Max, the little, the little, yeah, yeah, lemonade little, joints, little lemonade yeah. joints. You know what I'm Air saying. Max ones. You know, just a little, it's a little light. Some, some comfort light, today you know is about comfort. Bro, it's always bro, about that's comfort. That's the only way I dress. Right that's now, why I'm always in comfort. joggers and sweats and yeah. like. Casual, comfortable, bro. It's yes. my favorite part of like the fall and winters because sure. I can just be comfortable and you know stuff like that. That's them. I'm wearing sweats and joggers all year round. Uh, middle of July, bro. He yeah. out here. Yeah. Maybe not the hoodie, but the sweats. <laughs> I, pull, I pull a pair of jeans off every once in a while. Yeah. I got some denim. I got some mm-hmm. some like. It's kind of hard to wear the denim right now. Well, uh, it's a it's a twill. I like twill denim. It's a lot lighter. Mm, that's nice. And so I do, I dabble with that. And then I got, a, you know, a couple pair of like uh, khakis and jogger khaki type jump offs, but not beating no sweats, bro. Yeah. I, th- I think I just, I, well, I didn't think. I found a, um, somebody told me about a vintage store. Man, I'm so happy. Well, what, so, like the new, the vintage cat. Don't tell them because no, I'm not, then they're going to. It's yeah. serious. Like they know about it, but I'm not going to tell them the name because I'm hating. So, uh, <laughs> it ain't until, even hating. Until it I get just, what I want out of there, I ain't going to nah, tell you. Nah, they're not it even going to be able to comment on what you said correctly. just keep things. You know but you know, saying? this type of story, if this is not your flavor, if this is not what you do, you will look silly. You can't wear the stuff out of here with it. Like, so a lot of the little vintage stores, they be having like, our thrift stores, it's like the mm-hmm. new graphic tees, the new kid stuff. Yeah. I'm looking for the stuff that's like more of my style, like right. actually vintage pieces. And one of my coworkers um, told me about a spot. I went there yesterday just to see what it was. There was some shit in there, man. Okay. Got some shit in there. So. Hey, I got a little vintage store I be dabbling with, man. I found a couple of like vintage uh, polo sweaters in there. Really? Oh, man. Yeah, with the nah, with the cow neck and another one with the button up and the, yeah, I got a couple of joints in there. Yeah, because other than that, I got to shop online. Mm-hmm. I've been shopping online consistently. For I'm not a big so, fan of shopping online. You know, since uh, I want to be able to change, like, go and make sure it actually fit. I don't like, I don't like oh, sending see, stuff back. See my size. I hate sending stuff back. There's no fluctuation. What's this? <laughs> I'm so skinny, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. You know what I'm saying? All in the same breath, though. It's like. I've been in the gym since August, bro. And I put on some size, healthy weight, like a little muscle and everything. Like shirts is fitting different now. Mm-hmm. Like I put on, I like, I got on a LeVar Coast shirt on here. I put it on. I was like, it used to be more room in this gym. Like, like, <laughs> it used to be more room in here. Like, oh, okay. So, I mean, you like. Say, what size is this? Mark Lauren? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? I definitely want to go in and, uh, Try some things on, you know, especially with your style changes. As you grow yeah. older, as you mature, your style should change. So I do have certain pieces in the closet for more um, upscale or adult occasions, I guess you could say. Yeah. And looking to acquire more of that, you want to make sure that it has a certain certain size, certain flow, certain, you know what I'm saying? It falls a certain way. So sometimes you can't be online. Now, with some of the basic stuff you do or like yeah. hoodies, beanies, jackets, Easy, I, for I, I think that for me is just probably because my honestly I my size 
my body don't I don't get nah, bigger just or he don't like socializing he don't like y'all mm, yeah. I don't like wearing what y'all wear <laughs> <laughs> wearing what you wear being where you're at seeing you anywhere just <laughs> Harold yes, ah, yeah, hi yeah, yeah. you yeah, found me yeah I heard you was looking yeah. Yeah. you have the wrong guy you're not Harold no it's Harold <laughs> <laughs> been saying it wrong the whole time <laughs> I hate when say Howard. <laughs> you look behind you. Oh, he heard you. Yeah, walk off. <laughs> Yo, um, we already know that Cat Williams set the uh, the internet on fire. Mm-hmm. He's gotten Shannon Sharp some crazy views on his channel. Like the numbers is wild. Right I last 50 I saw something. Was it fifty nah, something or is it his sixties? Like ah, nope. Last week. I saw 225 million. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. All social platforms on the YouTube, it was I think about 50 or 60. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, since everybody knows what's up, I think the uh, the crazy thing that I wanted to talk to you all about was like how all the receipts of what he said. That was crazy. It's like not one time in that interview that he would say like, "Do you know? Go do the research or whatever, or was, y'all go look here." Everybody just said, "You know what? We just gonna start fact checking." That was a ten ninety eight. <laughs> that was that's how you did like, like damn. You know how you doing your taxes and you start finding shit that you yeah did? yeah that's what I I started um, accidentally finding things that he didn't bring up, but yet he exposed the individuals. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, I think I was telling you about it where um, I had seen where I was listening to a a Bernie Mac um, bit. Mm -hmm. And I said, Kevin Hart has something similar to that. But Bernie Mac's was way before. So it was almost like, okay, this is really a thing Mm -hmm. in the comedy world where people really feel a way when you take like an iconic joke that they worked on and they molded it or whatever. But it wasn't just a joke still. And it was just like, a lot of stuff that he said people was pulling it up like yeah there it is right there bro, bro I seen a a Bernie Mac stand up where he name dropped like I think he said some more Monique Adele Givens and Steve Harvey been stealing this stuff whoa this is what Bernie Before Mac he said passed. he was like I'm tired yeah he was he had a set he was like I'm tired what do you uh, stealing my, my my jokes my content and, and then he he name dropped those four people and I was like he said some more yo, too I think it might not have been some more but I know Monique and Adele Gibbons and Steve Harvey for sure yeah we ain't seen none of the women it might not have been no some yet. more I don't I don't think it was some more she's pretty authentic um, I don't know. I don't remember who that fourth person was. So don't don't quote me on that one with some more because I could be wrong. But I know mm-hmm. he said Monique, Adele Gibbons, and uh, Steve Harvey for sure. Steve Harvey looking bad right now as Steve, far no, as... Steve and Sid. Man, that ball head, them big lips, he always... Look, I mean, never mind. <laughs> Steve and Sid yeah, looking bad. But, but, yeah. but Sid is looking... I mean, Steve is looking a little worse because... Yo, show like the the Mark Curry thing. Yeah, the like, whole Mark Curry comparison and like the jokes and yeah. and Mark Curry's like, yo, this is you taking my content, but this is like stuff I live. Yeah, you my, know what I'm saying? My cousin said he went on there and just watched the old couple, few episodes of The Pinkin' with Mr. Cooper. Now I remember watching the show. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you much about the show now because it's been so long. Yeah, so I haven't seen same it. with me. And then being at that age 
we didn't discern and understand like the comparisons of different shows. The, yeah. Like, the, the amount of time between those shows uh-huh. was probably for us like we we not picking up on that like the different nuances and like the the dynamics within between the certain types of characters from Mr. Cooper mm-hmm. to um, Steve Harvey show. Yeah. So like it was like a little was not it like a little bit of a gap between when, what what show I, came out? I, I think. don't even remember because I re- I do remember a lot of Steve Harvey show. I did watch yeah, that. You know, I could tell you all about Mr. that. Cooper was like. I want to say like early to early nineties, yeah. And then you know, Steve Harvey was what early late two thousands, late nineties, yeah, still into the two thousands. Yeah. I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. So my, I couldn't tell you nothing. It's a big One gap. episode from Mr. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Me neither. All I know is stop stealing. <laughs> Don't matter yeah. when it happens. Yeah, stealing. Like you know, what I'm saying it's it's crazy because with everything that's going on. I'm still waiting for somebody to say that man is lying. Let's let's talk about it. Nobody has come out Which, and said he was lying. Now, Ice Cube did say that he didn't write a rape scene in the movie. So, with that being said, that is kind of like holding him accountable for something that he said. But Cube, outside Cube of that, speaking in his own words, outside of that, yeah, Cube well, had yeah, to come and 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 say that. But let's be honest, like because we was talking off air. Yeah. In in Players Club, you didn't show a a grape scene mm-hmm. you alluded to it yeah you made all the other no, you, all, did, you well, made you did everything, everything possible everything for us to but, believe and know show it. yeah you just left it to you your imagination show something I, actually you actually to. it didn't show it but you heard it you yeah. heard it yeah you know what went on yeah so i mean like you know uh again, and again and in next friday i mean friday after next i'm pretty sure you were alluding to damon Doing something to Cat. Yes. Cat had that famous line of, I'm, I'm a, a boy, boy Damon. Yeah. yeah. So that seemed like, oh, you was trying to allude to something. Maybe you didn't have the scene showing, but you were going to allude to that happening. All I know and he is, changed it. I make no accusations. He said that he didn't write it in there. So, I mean, it's somebody's word against somebody yeah, else's sure. word. Well, the I think the thing about it, just like the person who you know your words against he ain't lie about nothing nobody said the word lie not telling the truth embellishing nah, they called exaggerating crazy. no exaggerations uh, none drugs of, yeah like so all this stuff drugs, yeah. and, and like you know try to draw attention away from by doing other stuff like that boy Ludacris like he, he wrote a little freestyle yeah, that, that or he had a little freestyle or was it cause because, I'm gonna tell you right because, now now because it didn't seem like he was taking it too like you see what he was defending himself more than taking a shot. I'm going to tell you like this. <laughs> if you say I did some questionable stuff as far as my manhood goes and you disrespect my wife, I'm not writing no jingle, bro. I'm coming I'm, I'm for you. your helmet. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. You got to see me in traffic. I'm, I'm, I'm looking up the I'm tour schedule. Where he finna be at? Because I'm going to be there. But his wife ain't ugly. I don't care. You don't <laughs> talk about my wife, bro. If That's you real married, right. No, I respect If you married and somebody it. disrespect your wife... Yeah. You just, if my wife was you going to flow about it you got to come see me <laughs> you going to write it yeah yeah, yeah. one two one well, two I don't know if you can just run up on somebody on, if, you're, if your girl's really ugly man you just not, it don't matter <laughs> it doesn't matter it doesn't why you reminded people it doesn't matter <laughs> That's nah. why she don't be out. No, it don't matter. No, nah, that's real. You gotta so, catch. You, you know gotta run when, like, you, when you attack the family, bro. And my manhood. Yeah, yeah. You have to see me about yeah. something. Yeah, no, I feel you. you I'm have not to see freestyling me about nothing. I'm not, I'm not I'm dropping. I'm not rapping to the killers that's coming for your helmet. <laughs> like I'm not. But <laughs> he had what? the sideburns and the cornrows. Now, so it's it's not twenty million. 
Uh, <laughs> after you, after you, after you, after you do, got 20 movies, look, but that's yeah, only thing about it. He did half. This is the thing about it. He did half of it. <laughs> it, was, it was, this is the thing about it, bro. <laughs> it's 20 million per movie. Do the math. Um, yeah, yeah, you're not, yeah. But anyways... The map. He, he said it was part of the demasculation, right? So if you did what they told you to do and went through that process afterwards, you want to grow your hair back and your sideburns? Go ahead. I mean, <laughs> you did what you did. If he did it, right? Man, we don't but know. If, if somebody we wasn't said, there, but if somebody but says something like that, if you say something like that about me, I, I you can say that about me. No, you can't say the that about me, dog. It, the way he said it, I would have been laughing. Not, I don't. Uh, the wife one different Laughing But if that's not something That really happened And he just I'd be like Oh yeah he's a funny motherfucker Dog But no. it depends man If you lie nah, if you, He if said you, you a funny motherfucker Yeah if you <laughs> <laughs> Whoa No Yeah dog You gotta things, You gotta though. catch the fade Look, man no. That's ludicrous You have to catch the fade It's literally Yeah literally It's crazy It's crazy It is crazy It is crazy Let's start there I do uh, Alright I'm gonna say it I do think that There was some stuff That was exaggerated But it has nothing to do With what he said About other people What's the percentage Let's right, It's what percentage? he's It's what he was claiming I don't believe That you read over 3,000 nah, books nah, Big nah, dog nah, 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 I'm nah, nah, sorry ain't no 3,000 books Happening it's I don't not. in life. I it's don't think not. he read over three thousand books. I'm sorry. I need all the titles. Three. <laughs> all right. What's how many years you got to read? Say hundred years a book a year a day. Three hundred. I mean, three hundred sixty-five days. Right. I I don't 3, know how divided by I don't know how accurate years. it was, but I looked up the Guinness World Record. You can't do that. In, and it was a guy that was in his nineties that read that read over. You talking about that African Cat was, was in there reading all kind of different shit. He wasn't just reading the books. record. The record was twenty five thousand by a man who lived to be like damn near ninety years 25, old. Twenty five thousand books. Twenty five thousand books in a year. And Cat said he no, did no, no, half. No, no, no. no, in a life in his lifetime. And Cat said he already knocked out half. But he said he nah, did it in a year. He said three. <laughs> he said he did it in a year. And he said that he got accepted into college when he was still in like elementary school or something like that. I just seen. No, I'm exaggerating that. Every but once he in a while, said, my mama sending me an Instagram video of some little kid that just graduated from college. Yeah, but we talk about cat. We not talk about that All right, little so kid. So let's do this. I just three thousand uh-huh. books in a year. Mm-hmm. There's 365 days in a year. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. That means that he would have had to been reading 8.2 a day. But it depends on what 8.2 kind of a day. It depends on what kind of books you So read. if you count Source Magazine nah, 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 nah. King magazine. magazine Nah he said books uh-huh. Not booklets Okay Not cookbooks No I, I don't know The Watchtower Poem books I don't know <laughs> But <laughs> I don't know But what I'm saying is 3,000 Divided by 365 That's Is 8.21917 8. 8. 8. So 8.22 right Yeah uh, Yeah Cat capping. When you go to sleep, I'm barely reading eight books in a year. How you Bruh. doing three thousand, cousin? You got a whole like. I'm still trying to get my books now, right with I, my business, bro. How many cook? How many? How many kids he got? How many movies he done? Don't he be? Maybe doing he shows? added up all the books they read no, together. He said he read these when he was a little. Doctor <laughs> Seuss does not count. He said he read Doctor Seuss. Don't make that many books. Nah, he said he read them. It's, at three, it's three. Th- nah, I don't. I don't. Nah. Well, that's why I'm saying. What's your percentage? How much truth was there? As far as the whole interview, the whole interview. Where is the truth? I would say eighty. 
80. Which I would say 80. Uh, I don't know. It's just <laughs> maybe 90. I feel like I feel like I feel like a lot of truth. I don't. It's crazy. I don't feel like outside of. Uh, what you doing? What's yours, dog? No, you just trying to walk. You just trying to walk off. I'm. I'm a, What's I'm, your percentage, yeah, yo? I was gonna give the nigga 80, 85, but yeah. 90 is not too bad. Like what just, he said about others, it just you know the ways he he's explaining it in detail and stuff like that. It's like okay, it, it makes sense. You know my you know what my issue is too, right. I always tell people when somebody tells me a story in the middle of it, I start questioning it. I need to know like what the start. You know what I'm saying? I. You can't just start out, yeah. So we was fighting at the gas station. Cap, Wait, hold what? what? Cap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My car's electric. Cap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cap. No. Like you you no. definitely I think yeah. a lot of it was perspective. Like, I'm not saying the other guys were lying when they what, told but, their side of the story. But he but he you gotta remember the people that he addressed was people that was already, already interviewed. Did. So you already told your side. Yeah. And already, and then already he showed up. Mouth. Yeah. So he basically he, he showed up to clear it up. Yeah. And his perspective was just a little more clear mm-hmm. because it gave a little more it was more in depth explanation of the story than those who said the 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 story. Like Ricky Smiley telling that part of oh this was supposed to be my part. You didn't really give no context to what you're talking about. You just tried to give that mm-hmm. that headline so that people would believe or just think however you wanted them to think. But if you wanted to give full context, you would know that. The Nigga, person, 200 other people. The person that looked bad to me, to I'm going to be honest, was said because he he said, man, that's my joke. And he was trying to break down the joke. He's like, I've been saying that joke for years. So I'm like, wait a minute. So you've been recycling a joke for X amount of years that's before the Kings of, before the kings of Comedy? That's gas. Why, why would you do that? Saying that you've been doing it for years, though you've been doing it. Prior to the special, though. He said he'd been doing that joke for years prior to even doing Kings the, of Comedy. The joke itself is like, more, you can say the spaceship thing, but the joke itself is the the whole concept. It's the movement. Yeah, the whole concept is the, is the was Cat's joke. And, and I'm gonna be real. I don't even remember Cat from from Comic View. I told, and then when I seen the footage, I was like, Oh, I don't. He was on Comic View. That is his joke. But you remember me and you were faithful Comic View. Yeah, we was taking jokes to school. Yeah, so I know. absolutely. Like, but I was just like, yo, I don't. And so y'all was still in jokes too. Absolutely, yo. Yeah. That's why. How do you think we you got were? here? Nigga, a, a rapper stole everybody else's raps off of uh, lyrics.com. Bro, wait till you hear this next lyrics. EP I dropped. <laughs> Crazy. You had to learn how to write a rap by stealing somebody else's rap first. I write yeah. all my own content, guys. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the rest of these cats. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was killing wow. it at school. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. You know who. And the crazy part is our favorite comic. Is the we have the same favorite one of the same favorite comics that didn't even know that like are you mm-hmm. probably over at Pony Woods stealing his jokes oh ah, yeah I'm over here at uh, Golden uh, West Golden West Valley doing that yeah man Tony I mean Rock we we cool. are actually able to do it because we're fans of the art yeah. these guys are yeah. supposed to be originators yeah. so like I said with sad you situation know, it's so crazy because it's like the like all right I never really said anything out loud but I know everybody was wondering how the hell was he ever a king of comedy who said well mm, okay so let me break it down to you what happened with that tour okay that was Steve's tour mm-hmm. they was outperforming Steve and he definitely didn't want to go last. This is what this is the story. This is what was told, right? So then they decided to start calling it one of the the original kings of comedy, and he was going to be the host. That's why he doesn't have his own set. Even when you see them in different outfits on the in the in the movie, you, he doesn't have his own set. He's just kind of like 
introducing with a couple jokes, uh, intermission and stuff like that. So that's that's crazy. that's what really happened. It was supposed to be his tour and he wasn't he was underperforming compared to the other comedians. And so they said, all right, we're going to do it like this. Now, let I me mean, ask. I mean, he's, he's not ahead. really yeah. funny. He, he's, 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 he's got not, a couple jokes here and there. Yeah, but. Now, can you. From the other side, I could respect that, though. Like, I got to. I'm putting on an event for myself. I'm having other people um, come on and perform and open up. You guys are just more talented than me. That's what the people saying. That's what the numbers are showing. Let's go ahead and switch this up. And uh, y'all go ahead. I'm going to host this shit. Y'all do your thing. Nah, nah in the comedy world, nigga, that's I'm not saying, what it was. Nigga, it was, not I can't. go and run off, nigga. This is what contracts. it is. If Bernie <laughs> Mac go before you and you not even half as funny as him, you are, you yeah, are, Bernie it's, going before it's a good, it's a good chance you might get booed. Bernie goes before anyone and it's hard. You see what I'm saying? Everyone else after. So it's like, ah, uh, you know, he just, he wasn't asked for now. I will, I will say that said, said has had some sets that I've watched on certain things where he, he was funny. It's just kind of disheartening where you, you kind of like, he doesn't write. Yeah. You find out that find Superman out never right. flew. He always took a plane. Yeah. It's kind of like that scenario. But like, wait, what? Can we, are we going to, are, all right, so we're not going to give him as much points, obviously. No, nah, points have said, been deducted. Said is a good He performer. didn't really have too many. Because it's a difference between, so I think what happens is a lot of people are funny, humorous, have maybe a natural sort of personality. Mm-hmm. And those people oftentimes might be a good actor. There mm-hmm. are people who tell good jokes, good storytellers, and they may be just good at stand-up. There yeah. are some people who are able to cross over and do both, like right. Eddie, yeah. um, Robin Williams. Oh, I heard he didn't write. I heard who? he didn't write. Yep. Who? Let's talk about it. Robin Williams? I heard he didn't write. Robin Williams or Robin Harris? Robin Williams. Oh, okay, because you know. Wait, wait. Robin Williams Robin was Dalfire. stealing jokes. Right. They said he was stealing jokes. Well, you know, I don't know. You know? So <laughs> I'm saying, I, I didn't hear it. No, but I'm glad you said yeah, that because yeah, I'm like, yeah. I thought you think talking about. Yeah, Robert Harris. I'm like, nah. Rob, Rob 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop lying. <laughs> Stop lying. I don't believe that. But you know what? There, there has been because we have the internet and social media. A lot of things come out, and you find out that certain people wrote for certain people, just like you hear in music. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know that Charlie Mur- Murphy wrote a lot of what happened on the Chappelle Show. Uh, he wrote a lot of the yeah, Chappelle show, a lot of the iconic stuff on Chappelle. Well, you it was tell based off his stories. It was only, I mean, it was three main like Donnell. Nah, it wasn't. It was. It was us? Dave. Mm-hmm. It was uh, what's the what's his uh homeboy's name? Was it Nick Nate? Um, gosh, talking about writers. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think you uh, talking about characters. No, 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 no. With the glasses. Uh, uh, I was about to say Laurel. No, 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 no. I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. But yeah, it was it was them three, right? Nate, and his boy, uh, Chappelle, and and Charlie Murphy. Neil, Neil Brennan. Yeah, yeah, Dave, yeah, yeah. Dave Chappelle, Neil Brennan, oh, nah, and yeah, Charlie yeah, yeah, Murphy. No. That hey. white boy right there is funny as hell. Oh, he's hilarious. That mm-hmm. motherfucker, funny. Have you as have you hell. seen his stand up? His specials are funny. Uh, three, with three mics. Yeah, his three mics. No, I've seen him Bro. on just a podcast, just talking. Go, go, watch his Netflix specials. Three funny. mics. He was, was actually talking about when he was on the Chappelle show. I think he was like the first season or two, right? Mm-hmm. He wasn't there the whole. Was he here there the whole time? No, he. I don't. He I don't know. I don't know all his. Like, yeah, 
it, and you it, even see some comedians like that were in the background to like, too. Towards the end of it, I feel like when once you start court. seeing uh, like more Charlie Marshall and Donnell because they wasn't there, uh-huh. I don't think Neil was there either. Uh-huh. Uh, if I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh I yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. When they try to like finish up, wrap up the show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, bro, them three. It was doing some major writing, and I didn't oh, know yeah, that. Hundred percent. And there's like um, even um, Dion Cole has wrote a lot. He's wrote a lot of stuff, like whether it's TV shows, even Paul, like Paul Mooney. He wrote a lot of TV shows and stuff like that. Yeah. So when you look at somebody acting it out, you're like, damn, they're hilarious. Not knowing that some of these comedians were in the background writing all of these sketches and skits and stuff. So like yeah, because like I me, mean, Paul Mooney was a uh, for. Um I just watched Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. I just, bro, I just watched Harlem Harlem Nights last night, bro, and I just, I was like, it's, I heard Red Fox. That shit. No, they they don't don't they touch that. Red Fox, Robin Harris, Richard Pryor. Keep going. Eddie Murphy. Delores. 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 Charlie Murphy. I'm like, bro. Uh, Tommy. Yup. Yeah, Tommy. Tommy. But Arsenio he, Hall. But yeah, or, okay, Arsenio Hall. Yeah. I feel like Tommy's. This part was kind of yeah. It was more. It was yeah because they kind of took him out already. It was yeah. it was kind of small, but it, like even Arsenio Hall, like it's you know what I'm saying. With His the, part the, was like, even the white actors. Shooting yeah, stop shooting yeah, the yeah, there was a couple of you know, what I'm saying, but we're not talking about them. Yo, put so, that uh, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying though, it was just like bro. I'm, I'm watching the movie. I'm like bro, this is that's like, kind of like Friday before Friday, bro. I'm like this movie. When you look at how iconic that cast is, oh, yeah, bro. Are you serious? I'm just yeah. like wow. But yeah, Paul Mooney wrote for uh, Richard Pryor too, so it's just like. Yeah, okay. Somebody might write the jokes, but you still have to execute them. Yeah. Chris have, Brown don't write all have his music. A, you have to have a certain mm-hmm. you have to have a certain amount of talent, charisma, right. know how to deliver and del- deliver and give these jokes. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Sure. Like regardless of who write them cuz it's, it's all right, somebody write a joke and you perform it and they be like ha 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 and then I perform it and they fall off they you know what I'm saying? Like it just yeah. I, it's about person- how you how you deliver it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? There are some and people so, that who are better performers than well, they yeah, are. Well, and then mm-hmm. 100%, because I mean, like, yeah, there's some people who have wrote songs for us. Like, bro, when you hear stuff like, yeah, Neo wrote this for Beyonce, you're like, wow, really? And Neo and the Dream the wrote all the classic songs that these women be singing. And then you listen singing. to the song, and you're like, yeah, neither one of them could have sang that. But who they wrote it for uh, blew the top off. Yeah, and that's why sure. it's like, if that was, if the, if the ability to write transferred into your ability to perform, then mm-hmm. there would be way more um artists but you see that a lot of the artists who aren't um necessarily as great as performers it could just be the marketing behind mm-hmm. it it could just be the appeal of the voice whatever it is those individuals would just be at a higher level if that was the case of the, the trans and sometimes stuff is specifically wrote for that person's cadence yeah. you know what i'm saying like jay-z writing writing still dre yeah. apparently i mean we'll probably never hear how that sounded but he oh, rapped it once once i knew once i heard jay-z wrote that yeah. i hear it i well hear you hear this you hear the like, delivery hear but it. but they said when he wrote it it was like he rapped it like he was dre when he because you know that's how they write songs they just send you how they perform it and then you just you know it's it's kind of like uh Bro, you heard that song by Bow Wow, Fresh As I'm Is, and you're like, oh, this is kind of a banger. And then you find out T.I. wrote it, and you listen to it again, and you're like, yep. But yep. That's, that's, that's a, yep. That's a good example, because I just heard the little track, uh, Cyborg, uh, the, one of the unreleased songs from Bow Wow. You should know this, because you was a fan. They Who have was some, a fan? Some un- Bow Wow, wasn't you? I was no Bow Wow fan. Oh, 
Don't do that. All right, my bad. Man, you Wrong wild. Person, my bad. Right, bro, so, you see how he tried to do me? Nah, man, this bro. Not, not, not was, right. bro, he tried to get that at me, no dog. Knock. I, he said, was young. He, he said, said I. So you fucked with Romeo. He didn't say we. You fucked with Romeo. Bro, you see him right now? So, so you was a Romeo fan, nigga? You see this man right now? Y'all niggas tripping. This man. dude is wild. Let's start there. This dude is wild. Liking Romeo's music over Bow Wow's music is crazy. Bruh, neither. Right. <laughs> right. Bruh. So now you just too mature. Bruh. <laughs> Bro, just try to, bro. You see him. All right. So anyway, um, yeah. You can't watch Juice no more, dog. <laughs> they have. <laughs> you don't. You do not have the juice. All right. We'll man. finish the story, so, man. They had some unreleased tracks from Bow Wow. You, your face, you making. You gonna make that face when you hear this shit. <laughs> if you hear it of um, him performing songs that Corrupt wrote, and his cadence was crazy. At it was sounding like he's like five or six. Well, his you know, he's you, performing. You, you remember what he said on his Breakfast Club interview? He said he was one of the original members of Dog Pound when he was a little kid. Who? And he was that oh, little, I, that song. Even now, I when I was listening, I'm like, Damn, but keeping up. And, I, and I thought it was weird, but when you go back, he was all he was always around Snoop and Death Row, and he's even in Snoop's in one of Snoop's earlier videos. Right. He's one of the little kids jumping on the couch. Yeah. See, so we, we think that they found him right around that age, but it was like he had been around the age that he came out, but it's. This is music came out. Mm-hmm. Um, that he, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, <laughs> yo, yo, he wild, bro. He wild. Anyways, uh, yeah, he's been he's been around, and they the reason why he went to So So Deaf obviously was because of the type of environment yeah. Death Row Records Honestly, was. That's probably the best. And but I was just that, that was I mean, when you look at uh, how Jermaine Dupree um, molded. You know what I'm saying? All the young talent yeah, that came in, for yeah, sure. yeah, for sure. That was the best place for him. But yeah, I um, it's it's common for, I think, a lot of performers to have that help. But at the same time, I just think that like the stealing concept. I know that when when Cat went into the conversation, he had to get some stuff off his chest before they can go any further. Only thing is now the only thing that I disagree with with the internet, you know, they say the internet is undefeated, but it's never, you know, unflawed or whatever, is that it seems like people are turning their back on certain comedians that they like just because of what Cat said. Yeah. I think that's I think that's trash. Yeah. But that he's explaining his experience and how he feels right. and now you're being influenced to say, Well, yeah, that's to me that's the definition of a follower. Well, that's know, why I said I'm dis like hearing what I heard all about said like R. Kelly's um Bruh, you on a roll. No, I'm go saying, ahead. Can we are we not gonna are we gonna say <laughs> Y'all not ready to talk, man. Y'all not ready to talk, man. Step in the name of love. Come on, man. We getting rid of that one? We finna have you step off the podcast. <laughs> I believe I could fly. We we sang that at the graduation. We'll make you fly or throw we you out like that. that. <laughs> it's it practiced that song for two weeks. My thing is. I see what you I see what you're saying though. I see, but it's true. You get what I'm saying. I see what you're saying. You're basically saying like you're only changing your perspective on a person because of somebody else's perspective, and that is one of the hardcore definitions of a follower. Well, you know, you already you 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 really know. I already think Steve is a cornball. Well, most people do, I've and that's prior. Been, but that's prior to Cat. I've never Steve been a Harvey. fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never been a fan of Sed. I've never okay. been a fan of Sed. Okay. Now. D.L. Hughley, Bernie Mac, yeah. I've always, always thought uh, Ricky Smiley tried too hard. 
yeah, that character lasted too long. Just a me. lot of just a lot of the stuff he did, like even when he was like on a podcast radio show that he was like, I just feel like he tried too hard. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it was just kind of like some of the people he was dying out. I was just like, whatever. Now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. <clears throat> when he said something about Phase I Love, I was like, damn, that's kind of crazy because there's some things he's done, some characters he's played that I really like. Yeah, but Phase I'm talking shit. Phase I'm talking a lot of shit. I don't know because I ain't heard. Yeah, Phase talking a lot of shit about people, bro. Years he been on a run and we ain't seen nothing but like he said you taking your shirt off <laughs> yeah that's yeah, yeah well I think Kat came for him because like every time he's in the interview he's talking shit yeah he is that's what that, any if, if I see him trending it's because he's been talking shit about somebody and I think what Cat Williams issue was is when he tried to say how easy it is to get a Netflix special and Cat Williams was like well you taking a dig at all of us that work hard you know he puts up his own money and he it's consistently no, that's not one. That's the whole part. Too. Yeah, it's like you talking about how easy, and it you don't even have one. That's what Cat Williams's argument yeah. was. But I'll say this: from watching Cat Williams's interview, and then and then honestly knowing a lot of people that are fans of his, I wouldn't expect people that are big fans of Cat Williams comedy to like some of these other comedians because their style of comedy is different from Cat's. You see what I'm saying? That's why a lot of times they refer to him as like one of the the greatest, if not the greatest, underground comedian because he finances everything. He's not going through like a live nation or whatever to finance all of that stuff and put everything together. So I could understand that part. And I his, don't his style is I think that also it's his style and his cadence. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we like you said the the kids who are people who like him probably don't like the the, the comedians that he named because yeah. of the pace at which they tell their jokes the mm -hmm. type of jokes and the um the way that they frame the jokes is totally different and he will go he's right every city he goes to the first 20 minutes of that set he's talking, talking about, about city yeah so that gets the buy-in mm -hmm. and it's it's fresh it's not like something you heard already yep. and i'm talking about what recently just happened in either social and like and entertainments um in the world right so it kind of and he's like back to back to back to back right it's like and punch see punch and and, and and depending on how you take comedy that's going to determine who you like me i i am a fan of comedy so like we named all like these great not just great black comedians, but to me the greatest of all times. So, but I can also I can also watch Bill Burr. I can also watch Ooh, that. I can also watch. Um, I've, I like I've I've liked at least one or two of Dane Cook's specials. I like Joe Coy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I'm Joe, a fan Joe of Coy is comedy. You see what yeah. I'm saying? So, and all of those, not all of them are different, and their their style of comedy is different than everybody we just named. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, I wouldn't just say that Ricky's not funny. I liked Ricky when I first seen him on Comic View, and I've actually and I liked him on the uh, Stan Lathan special he did with Earthquake and all of them. I I liked um, said on. Um, Kings of Comedy, and I like the one of his special. He has one special that I've seen on Netflix, and and me and Bree thought it was you know pretty funny. But I think where Cat was coming from was he's coming from the underground spot of saying, "Hey, you guys pedestal all these guys, but you don't know." But go look at the numbers. Look at the numbers. You know what I'm saying? And the talent. And yeah, look at the talent. Like when he when he came for Tiffany Haddish, and then and Kevin Hart had to step in. The crazy thing was, it's not too long after that I seen her get booed at a show, and he was talking about 
prior to that, his whole point was he she's, didn't think she's funny. She's not. Funny. He's not. She's, she's not. not she's not bro. funny. And he said she's every person. Every person has an auntie or a cousin in the family like that, which is true. I got some people in my yeah, family they like just that. Do the most. Yeah. And then when I seen that stand up, I was like, damn, she got booed. She's just the black auntie character. Yeah. And that's what he said. And then that's that kind of like fueled the whole him between him and Kevin Hart getting into it and stuff like that. But you know, and, I feel you. you like and a lot of people are coming out and saying stuff. Like Corey Holcomb actually lightweight defended uh, Kevin Hart a little bit. Mm. You know, Corey Holcomb don't give a shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's funny. He's though. A, yeah, he's, he's yeah, he's, he's hilarious. He's yeah. an underrated one too. Yeah. But he he called out both sides. He was like, nah. I, he said the majority of what Cat said is right, but he didn't believe that that Kevin was an industry plant because he remembers being there at the beginning of Kevin's career. Yeah, you see think, what I'm saying? I think what they saying with the with Kevin and what I feel like is probably true tr- from what, what I remember. I remember when I saw Kevin Hart before doing stand up, mm-hmm. but it was it was a rarity, and they saying like he came he did the East Coast circuit. So yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. So they saying you a plant because you didn't put the work in out here in the West Coast for you to just automatically be in Hollywood. So they saying like. You end up meeting someone somehow. Probably it was probably through the soul playing thing connection because that's some hip hop shit. So it might have been a, a hip hop person who saw you, liked you, put you in the movie that gave you a little bit of extra um, exposure, and then your comedy itself, your talent, it helped you get to where you are. Ultimately, like we can't just discount and say he's not funny. Those fucking specials that no, he was funny. He was funny in some things. He was funny in some things, bro. He's not really funny anymore. No, not anymore. At, at all. the beginning okay, of that's his career, fair. Oh, I see what you're saying. At the beginning of his career, yeah. and the way that he delivered his comedy and everything, it was funny. But after a while, it just seemed like he just started yelling jokes, kind of mm-hmm. and being loud, and it was just kind of like, bro, like, like he did. Like I remember one of the last specials I saw him doing. I was London. just like, did you see the London one? I don't know where he's in that that stage that was like red lit somehow, and it was like he was in the UK, and I was like, "What the fuck?" All I know is I was just like, "Yo, this." They even laugh. This is mid. His first three specials were funny, Mm -hmm. right? You know, they almost might be some. You can say that, right? You know what I'm saying? And it's like in a lot of movies at the beginning, he he was was funny, bro. Forty year old virgin. For sure, <laughs> bro. That's one of the most. For that's sure. one of the most memorable parts of that movie. In the bro. in the in the Radio Shack yeah. type story. Yeah, for sure. It was hilarious. Yes, <laughs> you gotta be somebody in the Is that your man? <laughs> Both of y'all just got popped. <laughs> like that was funny. I, we we not gonna say. I'm not it, gonna say that none of these guys Kevin's did anything comedy. that was that was never it, funny. Like you know what I'm saying. Like that was. But but. As of late, bro, he's just gotten loud and corny. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost like, you know, when you initially, you're being introduced to something you've never seen, you've never heard before. You're like, all right, I like that. Then after a while, it's just like, okay, they're doing the same thing. It's not even really, yeah. it's not even really all that yeah. fun or funny anymore. It's actually kind of lame. So is that a point to where you would respect someone, him having more writers or are it were was he writing or adding more to contributing more to the material at the early age stages of his career and is he he had to right so is it that like the fall off is him not being able to contribute more or is it the it's no different than any rapper when they first come out versus like you know the the 
the transition of success. The I mean, uh, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's I what I was saying. Being hunger. hungry. That because, hungry bro, changes Think things. about some of your favorite artists' first two albums, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Even if like they're sure, damn near the, flawless, the first album is is yeah. is already a classic. Because mm-hmm. I, I t- sometimes like, your second be the classic. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes the second, but usually that first one is like, yeah, I can always go back to that one. Like, bro, like, mm-hmm. like DMX, bruh. And then it was Jay Z, Jay Z, blood of my blood, sweat, Nas, flesh my flesh. Yeah. Illmatic, considered one of the greatest, it's, if it's, not the greatest album. You, you see what I'm yeah. saying? Snoop Dogg. Yep. Fifty. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The list goes on, and them all first, of them be, hungry. All of them were hungry. Put in the work. Yeah, you feel me? You know, like this is my opportunity. This is my chance. I gotta go hard. Mm-hmm. And then after you've done it for so long, you kind of just get in there and be like, yeah, I'm gonna just mm-hmm. put an album together real quick and get these sales up. And due to you having a name and, and life you is being good, popular, yeah. Like you know when life, when that's really, it, I don't even know if it's really. Things hit different when, when your stomach is, is touching your back versus yeah. being full. But it, it could even be like the hung, maybe the hunger you have for trying to get to where you want and changing your position and your situation. That's what but makes it could be, you could be dealing with shit in life, like family members, yeah, your loved ones, your your significant other. Just those, I think that's what mental. I think that's what makes issues. you great. It in in your in your line of work when you hit success and you still have something to talk about, like Chappelle. You know what I'm saying? Because he's talking about not just always like what's going on in his life, but what's going on in the world and, and being creative with that. And it's just like an artist. Like you have to find right, what angle am I going to take to, you know, Yeah, <clears throat> because if you can't went crazy, you can't keep talking about the same old thing. It's like you're not even you're not even doing that anymore. Right. It's like uh, I hate to do this because I like this guy, but it's like Pusha T still rapping about moving bricks. He's he's talented. His he's a talented play, writer. His wordplay is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But we know he's not moving bricks. Yeah, yeah. But it's I, all, it's I love when I I know he works for McDonald's, killer, man. I love when he plays a movie where well, he's a being an actor versus being a rapper is two different things. Unless you're a rapper that's acting over the tracks. How many like <laughs> hey, there's been some rappers who turned into actors. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? And you need you, to stop. Right. <laughs> you could have started off rapping about the real shit. We're not talking about actor. Common and Ice Cube, okay? They're actual <laughs> actors. L-L. Yeah, that's uh, true. That's true. Uh that's true. He needed to get away from rap. He was wilding out. Like, bro was wearing denim in the waterfall. And, like, he did some Watching women undress, eating bananas after he and said apples. It, yeah. After he was like, bro. <laughs> Ellie? Yeah, no. No. He used a woman's leg as a guitar. Yo, he was wilding. He needed to be <laughs> stopped. His sprung is crazy. He needed to be stopped. Okay? So, there's that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but I, what I'm talking about is the rappers that are still rapping but are acting in their raps. They're not yeah. really executing that anymore. It's yeah, it's, they it's about... And the crazy thing about it is like a lot of these rappers, which is wild enough, is in order to maintain their audience, they have to continue to rap about that because if they move away from that there's a good chance that they will lose their audience there's a handful of people that understand that you're that a lot of these people start out young and their audience grows up so if you don't grow up with your audience then who's gonna be there for you there's that too you know what I'm saying Pusha his music has kinda changed a little 
has gotten a little more mature with the with the coke rap. So now he's showing up to the drop off. Well, yeah, spot. He yeah. Went from, now he got an he, LLC to sell. Yeah, it. He's he's he went, a, to, he went from grams <laughs> yeah. to ounces, ounces to bricks. So then you got to show up looking different. You can't just sell bricks like that to the. You know what I mean? You got to look the part. <laughs> I'm you got to look like you're showing up to the connect. I don't know. I don't know. It's what I work at college, nigga. <laughs> 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 nigga might have some cases. Uh, uh, he show up with some black cases. Up. Up. You in these cases, hey, bro? Hey, why? Okay, while we're talking about it, just real quick, man. Is is Diddy officially canceled? Yes. Moving on. Bye. So wait, 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 wait. Um, by who? <laughs> Bye. Everybody but people in Bad Boy because they gotta get a check. There's multiple cancellations that are possible. No, he's canceled, bro. Like this whole thing, he was already questionable. Yeah. Now that everything's out there, mm-hmm. nobody should be Diddy Boppy or talking about take that because it has a whole different context. Now. Give it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm. He might. All right. What does cancel mean? I think. Am, okay, from my my perspective. We not fucking with him. Yeah, we not you can, we so not playing we not playing your music. Okay. We not interviewing you. We don't okay. really care about what you got going on. Mm-hmm. You just kind of need to fade to black and enjoy whatever you wealth have, you have. Whatever left. time you have left, because you're going to no. I'm so the cancellation <laughs> is by the consumer. Yes. Uh, the what community. About, what about the um, the industry? I think the industry is always gonna um, recognize what he's done in the industry as far as music is concerned. But you can't do no business with him right but now. But yeah, Bro, he he had to step down from Revolt. But I also and feel like they lo- pushed him out. Ones. Yeah, so it's the, the irony. And then like they had a that, revolt against him. And then oh, wow. And then on top of that, bro, like a lot of a lot of business deals <laughs> were. They were null and void. Stop, cancel. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like there's a lot that because nobody wants to be connected or tied to anything with that type of. Nobody wants to party with him. Paid her off. No, no it's everything, no everything that's coming. To yeah, it's, it's the rest of the Marvel characters that's coming for him right now. It, that's it's why the, it's everything that's come to light. The reputation that he now has, the stigma behind his name. Because you, you paid me? her. Because if he didn't pay her, right. There would just be there would be a, a it's they not would have him to have, paying her it's her coming out with it in the first place and, but and, I, and but a, there's and been plenty of people who have had accusations right and then yeah. they've gone to obviously the accusation is bad enough he had but going she to court, had she had she, proof she had proof she and got, they settled and and then what I've heard we ain't seen the proof yet what bro. I've heard is bro you missed it what I've heard or what I've read <laughs> is that there's supposed there's there's some information that's supposed to get shared and released. Regarding what is known, so I just think what I think what makes it bad for him to where it is like it it is truly going to be a cancel situation for him is the fact that there's already allegations, right? People already are saying, "Yo, they say," you know, I mean, Fifty been going in for like the past decade, that right? Right there, and then the confirmation of somebody saying, "You know what?" Because I'm a I'm a I'm a prove that everything that they're saying is right, bro, and then they say, "Whoa, whoa, 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 hold on, hold there on, there were urban on, myths, on. yeah." And this is the whole thing about it. So, all right, yeah, okay. A lot of stories, a lot of myths and everything. Now people are popping up with receipts. Yeah. It's like how how Cat Williams said what he said, and then you go search the internet, and you see all the receipts now. A lot of people are coming back with receipts (laughs) and charges. Including Cat Williams making a comment about the situation, too. You gotta tell him no. (laughs) Now, I got a question. I got a question. I got a question. I got a question. You don't want the answers. Go ahead, bro. I got a question. Even though 
the receipts are coming up, right? Mm-hmm. And the allegations were said, and this just this doesn't go for just Diddy. This goes for anybody else. Mm-hmm. Do we hold people accountable that already knew and waited until the story got hot to speak up and confirm it? Do we hold yes. them accountable? No, 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 no. For Why? what part? For well, knowing? because the thing about it is this. If you think about it, like you said, there's been myths. There's been people who have made comments or accusations in the past, right? Right. And did things vote well for them? No. So with that being said, you might feel like if I do that, I'm going to get the same thing happen to me. I see what you're saying. Where it's disregarded. Where is 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 minimized? It's you know what I'm saying you're right. I get blackballed or whatever the case. I'm gonna stand be. on this hill by myself, and everybody knows I'm telling the truth, and they're not gonna stand up here with me. No, nobody's gonna. They're gonna. And allow nobody's it gonna to jeopardize their is, career. Right? Nope, nobody. Yeah, okay. And so now okay. that there is more proof and backstory to it, like, and then on top of that, depending on what happened and what your experience was, you might have now just come to a place mentally and emotionally when you can talk about and address the situation without feeling some type of way about it to the point where right. you fall back into the place you was mentally when it happened. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of these things are scarring. They're hurtful. They might have affected how you feel about self. Yeah. So if you have taken time and nobody knows how long it could take depending on what happened and where you were in life when it happened. So being in a position where it's like, okay, now I feel like I can talk about it. And now that other people are coming out about it, this is my time to also address it. So that is put out there. And then I can also get some type of clarity and closure behind the situation because right. if something really happened, you need to have some type of closure because if nothing happens to the individual who did whatever they did to you, right. like, bruh, it's like they got away. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. They could, they could they could cut your water off in many different ways. So yeah. it's like sometimes those the people who are victims oftentimes are apprehensive of like coming forward because if I do, then like this person has and this ability to do and this and to stop me happen. from eating, bro. You gotta think about it. Like how many individuals had the title of mogul in our community? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had to have a certain type of power and influence. Oh yeah, with the financial backing to make things happen. Right. So it comes to a point to where it's like, yeah, I'm, it's not. Worth I it. like life. Mm. <laughs> I don't know any other way. Oh, that's it. real. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, I'm not jeopardizing my livelihood or anything I got going on because I feel like this needs to be heard. I mean, is it's almost like it's gonna fall perfect type sometimes. Perfect, perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Right, that comes out. He pays her. Then something else comes out. Like what? Really? Then somebody comes up, and then there's another story on top of the urban myths and receipts popping up for those, and the documentary that's supposed to be coming out. And it's just like it all created the perfect storm for this to be the right time for me to tell my truth. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, take that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it. Like I said, man, I think he's I think he's done for, bro. Yeah. I do. I think yeah, he's, he's done canceled. for. Um yeah. I don't, it just I, don't sounds, see. I don't know, man. It's just I guess it's like unreal for me to be to think that it is possible for him to not be part of like he will be he, mentioned in he, when it when it comes to the historical timeline. Yeah. You can't help but to mention him because of the people that he's helped that 
have a lot of respect in the industry like Notorious B.I.G. or 112 you know what I'm saying but or, just his involvement in hip hop yeah you're and, not gonna you can't culture period it's, it's like damn, this is one of those things where a meme comes to real life you ever seen those memes where it says this one person and everything they done has to go oh yeah yeah this, like, this is four this, options yeah which one of them gotta go yeah this is one of those things go. where it's like this is why that meme is kind of stupid because you're never going to be able to erase him from the history of hip hop. For sure. It just means that when you tell his story, this is where you got to end it. Damn, it's almost. You know like, what I'm yeah, saying? That's crazy. Like if he get hit, you think Af- African Bombada they gonna get him? Man, they, bro, they're getting Diddy. No, I'm saying African Bombada. Do you think they'll get him? I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, he's got some extra shit. I mean, he in his closet. I think eventually. But I think I because think but you also got to understand how like the law works. They love the high profile situations and the time period. And like, you know what I'm saying? I'm surprised Hassan. I am surprised now though. I I could say I it didn't go up and because that law that was that was a uh, federal law. Or was that just in New York State? Might have been just in New York State. Might have been Hassan didn't tap in on Hassan didn't. Uh, Got to use your words carefully. Mm-hmm. Didn't um, bring that up, right? I'm, I'm pretty sure that would have been a crazy like case. Yeah. So basically, African Bombada is from Zulu Nation, who's a hip hop. Like I know one who of the, he is. The Godfathers of hip hop. He's mm-hmm. th- he has a lot of accusations. accusations of a lot with um, young men. Yeah. And there's a dude, Hassan Campbell. He's like a big YouTuber, but he's he's known in um, in the Bronx. Like he has a rap sheet. He's like, uh, been pr- plenty of attempted murders and murders he was part of the Zulu Nation and Zulu Nation from what I learned years ago was like it wasn't just like on some hip hop started in the park and it, it was like yeah. you getting stabbed up like there was a gang Yeah, and um, apparently Bombada had been um, doing some inappropriate stuff him and, at, at a young age but also in his teen years uh-huh. so, taking dudes masculinity yep. yeah and so it's been a whole lot like a lot of people have the shamed, stuff that the stuff that on. Diddy is getting accused for yeah, but the stuff that bro when Ooh. you gotta understand but, but we're talking about we're talking about like uh, assault charges but we're, we also gotta remember he's been implicated in this this Tupac case you understand what I'm saying? That's another reason why you have a hard year. Biggie too. Yeah, that's another reason you're having a hard Kim year. Kim Porter too. Yeah, Kim Porter too. And apparently, dude, when you look into this, don't forget about it. Jamie, ain't just don't forget about Jamie Foxx. Yeah, it's a lot of bro. It's a lot. It's a lot of moving parts going on with this situation, other than just what everybody wants to highlight on. You know what I mean? Even, that's bro, it's, 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 that's why I said when it comes to being canceled, bro. When you hit that arrow, the drop down box is listed. Yeah, yeah. drop down list is lost, my guy. No, you got to go fall back. The heat, get the heat off you. He got to pull a uh, Russell Simmons. <laughs> bro, that's son. He got right here. The sun is right here, bro. The sun is going uh, nowhere. That heat yo, is chill not coming off. for a couple yo, years. Yo, yo, Russell, pull pull a Russell Simmons you, and, and leave the country. Yeah. Russell is unapologetic with his though. Like yeah. he just—he really be sitting there cross-legged <laughs> on live, talk, in a meditative state, man. Trying yeah. to smiling though—that smile don't go away. Center your chakras. That yeah. smile align them. is permanent. You know, align your chakras and from hey, within. You levitate. He aligned his chakras. Yeah, dog. I mean, it's a lot to it. 
I'm gonna be honest as a <laughs> as a person that does music <laughs> and a student of the hip hop is like I'm not gonna say it's devastating, but it's like one of those things. Being a student of hip hop and then being black and looking up to who we look up to, and then they they come up short as far as in what we thought they were. It's like, damn, like how many more people before you realize you don't have nobody left? I, I, I think what I had a problem if it was just us, if it was just black folks that they was on, but it's it's they showing them other ones too. No, it's other so ones. I have, no, I'm just that's yeah, where yeah, I yeah, can yeah. have my peace. It's, it's other like, ones, I, but damn, when it comes problem. to the success part, right? It, these are people that we deem like extremely successful. Like when when the things went down with Bill Cosby, right? And then you know you got Diddy. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like damn, man. Like when you look at like the things that a lot of the average black person uh, appreciates like, oh, you know, we got this many billionaires and this, that, and the other. And when you look at all of those folks, it's almost like, man, you want to stay away when it comes to supporting the higher they go because at some point in time, you're going to figure out what's really been going on with them and what they've really been on. Yeah, because niggas just thought Diddy was like having devilish fun. Like, but apparently he was. He, he was. he was doing some demon acts. Let's oh, get yeah. this to the, depth, the ungodly. Yes. But we thought it was like... Allegedly. We don't allegedly. know. We didn't know he was committing crimes. Is it, you know? He didn't, we didn't know yeah. he was committing crimes. Oh, he was committed. Like, not we against, know, a lot of not things. We I, know now. You know, get, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, I guess now it's like, Diddy was one, is one of those people that had this... Um, and that might have been what he was really good at is the appearance of being this this um, clean slate person. Obviously, we know there's some... It seemed like over the years, man, that started to diminish. Yeah, when, like, he was a, when he was a joker over there in Times Square, he was getting that uh, dude from uh, Power. Yeah, yeah, bruh. I'm just saying. That wasn't a diddy. That, he turned into Shook. <laughs> he turned into Shook like, and started getting a lot more aggressive with things. I'm, I'm just saying, bro. Um, but yeah, he's canceled. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's looking like. Damn. So, it'll be all right, bro. <laughs> so I sent I sent you guys a uh, a link. Since <laughs> y'all. Yo, my, really hey, yo, yo, yo brother really consoled you, man. Like, nah, because it, like, it looked like it hit you. When nah. It really soaked in, like, yeah, he gone. You, you seen that like, meme with uh, 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 the interview with T Grizzly and Fatboy? <laughs> nah, food, bro. They was talking about food. And he was like, man, shit be too seasoned. He was like, shit be too good. And Fatboy was like, nah, that's real. He was like, nigga, shit do be too seasoned. <laughs> You said it though you said it like bro man no more no more bad boy reunion tours no nothing man can't July even watch like, I'm like I know bro. it's uh, yeah. though my G yeah we, man we gonna survive yeah. Yeah, that shit crazy. No, I, we gonna no, <laughs> <laughs> no, I sent you guys a link that I thought was uh, um, something good to kind of talk about real quick and you know, I posed the question if um, there's an agenda against black masculinity because I had sent the link of the dad showing up to the school and the teachers had the son playing in a dress. Man, I seen that shit like <clears throat> two years ago, bro. And oh, my God. My thing is, is 
the reason why I asked the question is because you got to remember when we when we started talking about the Cat Williams thing, he was making a big um, statement that hasn't he wasn't the first person to even speak on this about how in Hollywood they try to get you know these entertainers and these actors to comedians wear to wear a dress just to be funny, and then seeing that clip where they're doing it in schools, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just kind of wondering when you look at the the gap difference from a young adolescent kid being exposed to that and not being encouraged and then how a lot of traditionally masculine black men have to deal with that even in their profession, does it seem like there's kind of an agenda being pushed on the men in our culture? Well, I would... I would um, it's, I'm going to listen to the, the those people uh, in the industry who have said that that's what is happening. I'm going to... Because there's a there's so many different ways to kind of respond to that question. Because for one, the first people on stage who were the actors and these and on stage were usually men, mm-hmm. and usually men, even in your talking about in earlier times. Were yeah, it was comedy to see a man dressed as a woman, which is the it's irony, right? So comedy, most of it, what I find funny is irony, is where most of the jokes lie. Mm-hmm. There are white men who have been um, who done comedy in dresses and dressed as a woman or whatever. Mm-hmm. There are also probably people who are black that might be okay with it. But I'm thinking I'm listening to the people who have said and are being part of the industry and saying that they have they're they've been approached to do these things to get to a different le- to another level. It's a right. difference when it's like that's part of maybe your comedy. Or maybe you're just okay with it and that's you came up with this um, scene or this character. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to you having to getting to another level or being able to advance in your field, having to do certain things that are against your morals or values, that's a different thing. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say I think so just based on the p- number of black comedians that I've seen who have done it in comparison to the white ones that I've seen. It's, mm-hmm. it's a lot more black um, men or male com- comics who have done that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say there's an agenda against masculinity in general, mm-hmm. and that there's a focus on black masculinity. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best way to go about it because <sighs> we're gonna do this. Hold on, hold on. I can't, I can't prepare it. Because mm. we're going to define masculine, right? Okay. Having qualities or an appearance traditionally associated with men or boys. That's one, right? Right. And then it says, if you say that someone or something is masculine, you mean that they have qualities such as strength or confidence, which are considered typical of men. Right. Okay. So, it seems like they are trying to... They, they have come up with this uh, term, toxic masculinity, right? Yeah. When, in a lot of ways, it's not so much tox- toxic as it is just a just man being masculine. But because of a lot of people, and I won't just say women, but a lot of people in general feeling like masculine men are too demanding or they're too forward or they're too strong in the way they think or, or their approaches to things. Mm they feel like it contradicts or goes against what they feel, what they think, or what they want. So okay. instead of respecting him standing on being masculine and operating a certain way as a man, mm-hmm. they say it's toxic. Yep. Right. 
right? And they say it's toxic because then it takes on a negative connotation and then they can check it, right? Mm-hmm. So with black men and being masculine is seen as sometimes um, as a threat. You being mm-hmm. angry behind something because you feel disrespected and you mm-hmm. being masculine, you feel in a certain way about it. But that is a threat to a lot of people, male and female, mm-hmm. of our hue and those not of our hue. And so they want to take that away as a way to manipulate control. Right. <clears throat> and so I feel like if you attack the masculinity and you take it out of the picture, it's easier to control mostly the masses. Because if you think about a lot of the black leaders who have created uprises or brought about change, they were masculine in who they were, what they stood on and how they approached things. Uh-huh. So to kind of belittle, downsize, yeah. strip, you have an agenda against masculinity, especially black masculinity, because you see it as a threat and something that can go against the agenda that you have for everything overall. Shit. We could just go back to the inception of this country. That's been part of black masculinity has been a part of that story since we landed yep. here. So yep. it's all it's been a threat to those who are in power, whether it be fit like on the plantation. Yeah. Whether it be in the church, Mm -hmm. whether it be in the ring, Mm -hmm. whether it be on the court, whether it be in court. And that's why you have those that they make um, examples out of and they get like the harshest of... um, Sentences, yeah, punishments, punishments. Young black boys, because because they want to prevent anybody else from feeling like they should be masculine to the point of it being an issue with you standing on what it is you believe and operating with a certain level of strength and confidence. Which is why when you start talking about in the entertainment and them putting people in a dress, it it kind of belittles who you are as a black man and it diminishes your credibility in a in a certain sense. Yeah, case in point, I had a recent experience where I felt like. Um, I looked, I was viewed as the aggress, like, like, um, so basically I'm at a restaurant, kids, told you about it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My kids, it's their birthday, so we go to Buffalo Wild Wings, my son want to go there. Um, bunch of kids over here, my son and his friends, daughter and everybody over here. Um, the game is on, the Texans are playing, uh, the Colts, and, Table's going this way. My son is over there. There's another guy, and his back is to my son's shoulder. So, like, the guy's back is that way. And I seen this big white boy turn around and say, Really, motherfucker? Nigga, I lost my goddamn mind. Chairs kicked over. I'm over there. I'm on him, right? As soon as I get closer, he start walking to me. I'm letting him know in a uh, stern um way with a bunch of other words involved you might want to stay with from arms reach with me now i might have been going a little longer on my barking so some dude who ran up on or whatever must have worked there and he was like hey that's enough and he ran the way he walked up on me bro he put his he he, he touched me with his body <laughs> mind you you see me i'm five six one thirty soaking wet 135 on a good day this dude is a big football playing looking boy but again, you ran up to me. Why? Because I look like I'm the aggressor. Uh-huh. Just because I'm tougher and more aggressive 
than the original aggressor. You presented aggression. Mm-hmm. You brought it in. So yeah. you respond with yeah, something. Yeah, you matched it. Now I'm the same. The police did that to me before too. I got into a big 6'3 looking motherfucker. Nigga, he tried to walk up on me and my hands touched his chest. And now the police coming up to me like, I'm the aggressor. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I'm just more tougher and more aggressive. I might be more masculine. You, you're, more authority, you're more yeah. authoritative. So, than so now I look like I'm the problem. And this, that happens oftentimes when we respond sometimes to certain things. Usually because of this. Yeah. The darker the hue, mm-hmm. the more aggressive you look yep. or, or perceive. Mm-hmm. So that part <clears throat> with um, black masculinity is like, that's always been part of that story. It's like the mask, there are f- some fear is there about. I don't know what, but they see us as a threat. I think it. Get, I think in today's um, climate, uh, it gets weaponized. Like it gets you. weaponized like crazy, right? By not just a certain. Not, you know who no, used no. to be weaponized by? Yeah, they still weaponize it. Yeah, they weaponize it. But I'm gonna be honest. Some of our own in our culture Definitely. weaponize it against us because they know what punishment comes behind saying how aggressive or you know behind us being masculine or assertive, right? Mm-hmm. But this is the irony, right? And I'll uh, I'll start because I don't want to spend too much time on this part, and then I'll, I'll move my way to a different direction. I'll start with our, with our women. When I look online and I, and I see a, a conversation that involves a, a, a debate, right? I can always tell when it's a feminist talking, but it's the toxic masculinity or, you know, these black men or this, right? But yet, if you approach some of these sisters that are having a hard time, they'll justify their masculinity, if you say, yo, you act, you act a masculine. Well, I have to because I'm independent and I do it by myself. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, so, oh so you understand masculinity. So you un- that means you understand what we go through. But it's another but person. but it's but it's but it's okay for you because you're having a hard time. This we live this, right? We've been living it before you had to deal with it, right? We've had I mean, most of us had to had that sit down with our parents to be like, this is why you can't act the way they act when they get mad versus when you get mad. You see what I'm saying? But it's I think perceived differently. Yeah, it's perceived differently. And the consequences and for it are different. Absolutely. Always, it's right? Perceived differently. And so I feel like when I see when when I seen that that video, you know, especially with me having, you know, two little kids, right? The first thing is like, man, I think I don't know what I would have done, but I don't think I would have handled it though. I don't think I would have handled it with the intelligence I really have. You see what I'm saying? Situation? No, I'm talking about the video situation. Oh, I would have handled. I would have handled the. I would have handled the situation probably just like you. But I'll just say I'm glad I wasn't there because it probably would have escalated. You understand what I'm saying? Because I, I know that feeling. You know, we've went to school and been in those environments together, right? So I just feel. I just feel like there's an attack even on the young boys, right? Because, um, for the record, when people when, when these conversations are being had across the internet and, and different content, what a lot of people aren't talking about is like this didn't start five years ago. This didn't start when they started changing the school curriculums. This started, like you said, when we landed, taking our masculinity away from us started in slavery to control us mentally and to control everybody around us. If you beat up the bully on the yard, nobody's messing with you. Nobody's going to even think of crossing you because you just beat up the person that's been running the yard 10 years before you, you got here. Right. So it's a psychological thing. And so if you are telling, if you, if you keep, um, if you keep telling a wolf that it's a rabbit when it's still baby wolf, 
it's never gonna know it's a wolf, right? So that's what I. That's when I. I, I that's when I like seen. A tiger. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know it's um. But so when I see when I see the kids being you know what I'm saying manipulated and influenced that's that's what I see that's what I believe I see is happening and then when you go to the entertainment level like what Cat Williams was talking about like what Chappelle had talked about you know years ago uh, it's the same thing it's let me see how strong your mental is let me see if I can persuade you to go in this direction if I can sway you now granted I don't think that all of our black entertainers just did the type of comedy they did because somebody approached them. I really think that their career, like Eddie, Eddie Murphy's career since um, coming to America, they were doing those type of skits when it was switching characters and stuff like that. But I do believe that a lot of those stories and what they break down are real. Like Wesley Snipes had no business being in a dress. Ving Rhames had no business so, being in a dress. Wong Fu? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Hey, but it was, I think it was a, it was John Leguizamo and it was a white dude. Who was Patrick it? Swayze. Uh, Patrick Swayze, yeah. Yeah, but I'm talking about Wesley and Ving Rhames. I'm talking about oh, Passenger 57 and Animal. Hey, look, I ain't gonna lie. You understand what hold I'm on, saying? Hold on, but look. <laughs> Blade? Bruh. <laughs> Let's not Brandy. Look, look, that, that movie with Ving Rhames that used to come on BET all the time, bro. It took me a minute. One day I was bored. You did it, bro. Why you do that? Damn near made a nigga cry, money. Almost cried, bro. I'm about that's to a, cry. That movie's a pretty good movie, bro. That's Melvin, man. He beat up Jody, but he played that part before Melvin, didn't he? It don't matter. That's still Melvin. You seen you seen Melvin before you seen that dog. Nah, that part he played a that was a good movie, bro. Yeah, bro. Guns and butter. Movie. You better not watch six. <laughs> <laughs> it's just butter. That take on a whole new meaning. I'm gonna be out of here, nigga. I'm not gonna be there. Nigga, I'm gonna be at home with the youth. We appreciate y'all yeah. tuning in. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, you wild boy, you wild. Nah, I, I when 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 Dave Chappelle broke it down first, bro. I never thought about it until he said, you know, you look at all the strong he black leads, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I started like looking at because I know I have my favorites. My favorites were always Wesley, Will Smith, um, uh, Michael J. White. Like those were my favorites with the action movies and stuff. And even when I looked back in the earlier careers, except for Michael, he's I haven't seen nothing suspect or crazy. But even Jay White, yeah, oh yeah. But even um, but even with <laughs> even with Will, bro, when I was a kid and I was watching Fresh Prince, I'll never forget when that movie came on TV and he did uh, Six Degrees of Separation. Yeah, see, they I didn't know. That. I never watched. That. I didn't know what it was called. I was just like, oh, this Will Smith movie. Why is he doing that? Oh. What happened? And I was just like, oh. bruh. And so when Dave Chappelle talked about it, I started reflecting on certain movies that I was like, well, why is this? And he was right. And it is. And and I think that's the thing. Like when it's comedy or it's like supposed to be some form of art, I get it with certain actors. But bro, like it would devastate me if I seen Denzel go that route. Or if or if there was a movie with Sidney Poitier in it or just some of the greats, you know what I'm saying? That like really defined black masculinity on the screen. 
You see what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, like that's an that's an influence where you you look up to it before you become your own man. There's mm-hmm. there's a man that you look up to that you right. kind of model yourself mm-hmm. to try to be like like that's the paradigm. Like that's the okay. Mm-hmm. It is just like hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you certain people that you look up to and they and they did that. Oh man, nah, nah. You see what I'm saying? So damn it, puff. <laughs> Yeah, but I know you still upset about Puff, man. It's, nah, it's, nah. You know what's crazy? I'm, I'm not even a puffy. I'm not a puffy fan or supporter anymore. Yeah, let that be. But what I'm saying is, like, Puffy was like a certain. Um, He's Sean now. Oh, yeah, Sean. Gotta call him Sean. Gotta call him Sean, bro. I'm gonna spell his name wrong. <laughs> S H A. Nah, it's it's it is. It do hit different when you like. When you think about certain people who've held certain statuses in certain industries. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, man. That's crazy. That Yo, just that, I'm telling you, influence is a powerful thing, bro. So when you see somebody influential going in a direction that you didn't believe that they would go in, and yeah, even on a moral and level, shout out it, to the victims, though. Yeah, like. Shout Wait, out to the victims. Why? Where are you going with this? I said, yeah. Our condolences. Hey, I said the hip hop. the hip hop part of me yeah, because like, we the same crew yeah. was like, yeah. Nah. Why? Because we shout out. Shout out to victims. That's the wrong wording. Much love and respect. Condolences. Love and respect. My man right here. He been wilding all show. Love and respect. Salute. Just stop. Just stop. Yo, Praise man, and well wishes. You can't do hey, you can't do no eulogies, man. Yo, shout out to the Paul Bears, the 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 paramedics, the shooter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, shoot, you, the shooter brought us all together. To we wouldn't be looking out to the pastor. <laughs> you know I feel sad. Like, yo, this guy yeah. Hurst driver was spinning the block. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Be <laughs> Watch them MPHs. Just chill. What? Yo, you been on a roll, bro. Yo, you been on no. Don't watch Juice no more, man. Yeah. No glasses, yeah. poets. Why? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Hey, you got that's got to be a new character you introduce, so we know. So at least the listeners know. When 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 he got the frames on, you yeah. know what what to expect. What kind yeah. of content will be delivered? Just no frames. That's your name, bro. Yeah, no, fr- no frames. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call him Blur Vision. <laughs> <laughs> ain't that a song? I don't know, is it? Uh, it, it ain't my so. puff, is it? Bruh. Oh, man. You know he the king of the weeks. Oh. <laughs> yeah, dog. Gosh. He said he the king of the remix. Man. Wow. Woo. Yeah. Um. Mm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we gonna go ahead and dip up out of here. Real. Yeah. Uh, no frames. No frames. All blurs went crazy. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, this your boy Dizzy D Spill here with my co-host in the building, Jelani Evans, Farmer Poe. Please don't report us. Um, <laughs> leave <laughs> likes, leave comments, follow us um, on the socials and all that. All of that, and remember, um, 
You got to tell them no. Tell them no. You got to tell them no. Until next time, peace. Peace, love, and shout out to all the. Um, turn his mic off. Don't don't say. It. The people all that, the people, the people that, that that happened to. <laughs> yeah, it's the last episode. The people that happened to. Shout out to them. <laughs>